So our Mishnah begins with a discussion regarding a sukkah, which is Gavoya Me'esrim Amma. According to the Tanakhama, it's Psula. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's Kasher. Says Rashi, the Gemara will provide the reason, the background of the Machlik. Now, our Gemara right here seems only to supply the time of the Tanakhama. We have Rabba, Laman Yedu, Rabzeira, the shade provider. Rava, it needs to be Deras Arai. Where do we find the Pshat in Rabbi Yehuda? So some of Farshan point to the Gemara later on the Zayin Amr which perhaps is what Rashi was referring to. Abaya provides a full list of Shittis who hold that Sukkah Diras needs to be a permanent dwelling. Amongst them we find Rabbi Yehuda. How do we know Rabbi Yehuda holds Diras Kva? Since Rabbi Yehuda allows a Sukkah which is Gavoya Lamalam Esrim Amma. Now, before we go into the Pshat, the Machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Tanakama, let's first explore. When Rabbi Yehuda says, Sukkah diras kvabinan, what exactly does that mean? So Toysus, right there, brings another, another source, a place where we find Rabbi Yehuda applies the concept of diras kvab. It's in a case where you have a bed in a sukkah, one happens to be lying under that bed, says Rabbi Yehuda, no concern. Sukkah is a permanent dwelling. And overrides has greater value than a bed, which is just a clique, comes in and out. So you're still sitting in the sukkah despite being under that bed. And Toysis concludes that's a riot. There will be the whole Diras Kva, as well as the Mishnah Mayas. Where Rabbi Yehuda is Machshir Lamala Machaf, says Toysis Shmami, no, it's pretty clear. The Rabbi Yehuda was accustomed to fashioning his sukkah as a diras kva. Now, the shayla is like this. Rabbi needs diras kva. Does that mean you have, you have to actually build a sukkah higher than 20 amma? We don't seem to find that now, Mishnah. We discuss a sukkah gvayil v'alham esrim abba. We're calling Tanakhama's puzzle. Rabbi Yudha We don't find anywhere. That according to Rabbi Yudha needs to be greater than 20 amma. Shayla is why? If it needs to be a diras kva, why then is it kasher? Less than 20 amma. So the Farshim explained, Rabbi Yehuda, who considers a sukkah diras kva, what he meant was, we treat it like a diras kva. We give it chashibas like a diras kva. In fact, the Gemara in Yuma, the Fyodam and Beis, tells us, according to Rabbi Yehuda, a sukkah is chayv mezuzah. It's not considered a temporary, flimsy structure, a diras aray. It has permanence. It has chashivas. And the pshat is that the Torah gives it chashivas. The Torah was achshave as a diras kva. It's meant to be used as a, for a mitzvah throughout the seven days of sukkahs. That gives the chashivas inherent importance, despite the fact that it's just a short-lived, temporary place of residence. We find a similar concept over on Daflam and Aleph, Amen Aleph. The Gemara speaks about Takonos Marish. One steals a beam and uh, constructs it into his home. He'd like to do tshuva. Chacham made a takana in order to motivate one to do tshuva. Rather than having to demolish one's entire structure, the Chacham allowed him to repay the value of that beam, and he's yotzi with that. It's called takanas, marish, marish means a beam. The question is, if one steals a beam and places it into his sukkah, does that halacha apply? Says the Gemara, yes. He doesn't have to demolish his sukkah, he can just pay the value of that beam. Explains Rashi, although you would think, what's a sukkah? It's just a uh, seven day hut. Go ahead and pull out the beam. Says Rashi, it's in this. 
the mitzvah mashvile kol shiva, the fact that it's designated for mitzvah use, that turns it throughout that seven-day period kibinyan kva. In halacha, we treat it like a binyan kva, in which case, it's like a building, like a mansion. You don't need to pull out that beam and destroy the mansion. Likewise, Rabbi Yudah holds, takes it a step further, every sukkah has to be a binyan kva, diras kva, which means that perhaps it's not constructed any differently than the shittas who hold binyan arai. You don't need to have it built above 20 amma. But in concept, we consider this sukkah as a place of res- residence on its, by its own value, by its own virtue. It's like a house. It has permanence. as chashivas of a binyan kva. And therefore, A, it could be above 20, and B, in the case of the bed, we say the bed doesn't nullify the sukkah, because the sukkah is superior to that bed. A bed is just a clear sukkah, is a binyan kva. Okay, getting back to our discussion regarding the tam, regarding the machlekes of sukkah l'mal l'michav. Tanakam says pasl, Rabbi says kasher, b'mai What's the pshat and the machlekes? So now let's go down the line. What is what is the reason for psal? We have three pshatim. We have Rabba, Rabbi Zeir, and Rabba. Now Rabba is the most simple one to explain. He says the reason why Tanakama is poisal, that's because it appears like a binyan kva, like a diras kva. Very simple. So Rabbi Yudah disagrees with that. He holds that sukkah is actually meant to be a diras kva binyan, and therefore certainly it's kasher above 20. The question is regarding the other pshatim in the Gemara. Rabba, Rabbi Zerim. How do we explain the Machlekes? And how does it depend upon the fact that Rabbi Yehuda considers a sukkah binyan kva? Look, Rabbi says, You sit in the sukkah, Hashem wants you to be aware, to be fully cognizant of the fact that you're under the influence of a sukkah, under the schach. If it's within striking range, if it's within vision, you notice, you're aware, you have that idea. The fact that it's a diras uh, kva, how does that, how does that do away with that concern? So the answer is it does. The Gemara in Erevin of Gimel Manalf tells us that according to Rabbi Yehuda, even when it's above 20, you notice it. Sholta be'ena. As opposed to Tanakamo maintains, above 20 is loy sholta be'ena. So what is it, a practical shayla? <laughs> this man was wearing glasses? Is it a, a question for an optician here? Or what, what do you mean... He holds you see it, he holds you don't see it. The answer is, if it's a diras kva, then you know you're in a sukkah. You don't have to actually turn your head up to the ceiling in your home to know that you're in a home. Of course you're protected by that ceiling. You're in a home. A home has a ceiling. By virtue of its very design and nature and purpose. Likewise, Rabbi Yudah holds, a sukkah is a diras kva. Once you walk into the sukkah, of course you have that subconscious awareness that you're under the influence of schach. What then? What then did you, you enter? Of course you entered a place of dwelling, which has a roof above it. Therefore, says Rebut, even if it's above 20, shalta bein, it means you notice it, you're aware of it, you're cognizant of the fact that there's schach above your head, because you are in a place of dwelling. Whereas according to Tanakamo, since a sukkah is only there is arai, it's a temporary dwelling. It doesn't have chashivas on its own. The usage, the function, gives it chashivas. The fact that I'm living in there gives it a din of a dwelling. But otherwise, it didn't really create a domain. It didn't create an environment. 
The use gives it chashivas. Okay? So if, while I'm using it, I notice it. I'm aware of it. Then it's considered yadiyah. Then I, I relate to the sukkah. And therefore it needs to be within range of vision. So according to Ankamadiris Arai requires noticeability. You have to relate to it. Otherwise, by mere virtue of that structure, you don't have it. You don't have the awareness because it's just it's just a temporary thing. You don't relate to it unless you actually see it. According to Yehuda, it's like a home. We're just by entering it, you're fully aware of the fact that you're enclosed by that home. Therefore, even if it's Lamal Mesrim Amma, it's kosher. Rebbe Zeyer holds. The schach needs to be close enough to create shade on that person. It has to be made so on that person who is Yeshe Pesuk. If it's too far out, it's not going to create that shade for the person. Once again, this is totally in Diras Kva, Diras Arai. If it's if it's a temporary thing, the only reason why it has chashivas, what's considered, is because of its function, because it's providing, because it's protecting and providing that shade. So the shade has to has to protect that person, has to relate to the person sitting within it. Otherwise, it's not considered a functioning sukkah. But according to Rebbe why is it a sukkah? Not because of its accomplishment, by mere virtue of the fact that it's a structure which has permanence. That is why it's a sukkah. So even if this, the, the cell doesn't reach the person down below. He's not directly getting um, shaded by that schach. The fact is, he entered a sukkah which is covered by schach. And as Infarshim point out, of course, the schach is capable of providing shade. It's thick enough to provide shade. It's just because it's far away. That the shade doesn't reach the person below. So since it's a bona fide structure, and according to Yehuda, it's a diras kva. It has chashivas on its own. It's a protector. It's an enclosure. Therefore, Kotev Yehuda, while sitting even in that sukkah, you're sitting in a sukkah. And therefore, you're Yetzi, despite the fact that it's Lamala Mesir Mama. 